The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The world we live in has become a crazy place. Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs, and we now have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. Keep seeking the answer to poverty through government, and the problem will continue to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, not in Washington or any state's capital. The long-term success of our country will come through our children if we teach them perseverance, humility, honor, character, hope, and love. And love will lead to action. This is The Mickey Ellison Show. How we raise our children today will be our legacy for good or evil. Let's change the world. Now, here is Mickey Ellison. Good morning and welcome to The Mickey Ellison Show. This is Mickey Ellison. And um, today I'm actually coming to you with, uh, with a heavy heart, uh, in a way, but also a, a celebration as well. Um, one of my best friends last night uh, uh, passed away, had, had battled cancer for quite some time. But, um, you know, it's really a celebration, and it actually goes in line with what we're, we're doing with Complete Fitness. And, and all that, I'll bring that to, to a head toward the end of the show. But um, I want to dedicate this show to uh, uh, Dewey Free, Dwayne Free, who is uh, possibly the most selfless person outside of my grandmother, or probably my mother at the same time, um, that I've ever met. And, um, you know, it... It, it, when we start talking about complete fitness, and we do have a definition for it now, um, Dwayne is probably – he probably embodies what it means to, to be seeking complete fitness all along. But uh, um, today's show is is to Dwayne Free and, and to your family, and, and our prayers are with you. This morning, um, I, I woke up, and if you'll notice on the show today that there is no guest, and um, while it, it – sort of makes me a little anxious and it also makes me a little excited at the same time because, uh, um, you know, in the last few years, we've actually, uh, my following of God and getting closer to God, and I know there's some people out here that don't believe in God, but uh, um, I'll pray for you anyway, and I hope that one day you realize there is. But coming in to do the first show I've ever done uh, with, without a guest was a little nerve-wracking because we, we had Tiffany sign uh ready to go last up until last night and she had actually double booked but she is actually a part of this show and uh, uh today and, and going forward but uh this morning i woke up each and every morning i i get uh, i have a bible app it's called uh you version i think it's you verse you version whatever it's called i guess i could go over on the on my phone and find out what it's called but um it, it sends a verse every day and our, our verses and today couldn't have been more more appropriate than than that it just couldn't have been a better verse to come across it was actually philippians 4 6 through 7 it says do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god 
And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And considering I was about to do a show for the first time by myself, that that couldn't have been more appropriate. So, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take off. I actually have a direction with this, and uh, we're gonna go over some of what took place, especially in the last segment at our first ever um, uh, real complete fitness event that took place in South Carolina. Uh, last Thursday, but let, let's go with how we got to this thing. Um, I think it is actually February 19th of this year will be the one-year anniversary of the Mickey Ellison show, and um, I don't know where this show is going to go. I don't even know if it exists six months from now, but uh, it has been one of the, the, the coolest things for somebody that, that didn't even want to do a radio show, and, and I believe that it has led to what we're doing with Complete Fitness, and I think there was a purpose for it. But, you know, who who would have dreamt you'd actually get to do a show with uh, your favorite radio show of all time, Mike Church. And and Mike is on Sirius XM, the Patriot 125, and uh, I suggest that, that if nothing else, you go listen to him and uh, find out what he's about. He's actually ma- made uh, – from the time I started listening to him to now, he and I have – have probably got more in common today than we did before. And part of it's because I think we're on the same journey, seeking the truth and seeking Christ and, and seeking to do what it is that we can help others. But, you know, we've had some great guests on the show. Um, John O'Sullivan. John O'Sullivan and, and Changing the Game Project is one of the it, one of the, my favorite groups of all time. Um, one, because I love sports. I love kids. Um and, and they're trying to bring the sports sports back to the kids. And you know, I got last night. We had an opportunity to uh, to work with League Forty Two, and we've had League Forty Two founder Bob Lutz on the show before too, where they're bringing baseball back to to the inner city kids because it's become such a such a an expensive sport to play. You know, growing up in the South and in, in a small town, baseball was was the game that pretty much anybody could come out and play. And, and today, it's almost turned into a, a country club sport where you've got to pay $350 for bats. You've got to pay uh, $2,000 to play on the academy teams. And, and, and it's almost turned into a game for adults rather than for the kids. It's adults living through their kids. So uh, follow John O'Sullivan, uh, Changing the Game Project and, and what they're doing. Got a chance to, to meet one of his friends, John Luktemeyer, who is out in St. Louis and and. Um, has a program at uh, Kirkwood, I think it's Kirkwood uh, Hockey, just outside of St. Louis, and, and follow a lot of the concepts of, of, of John O'Sullivan and, 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 and changing the game project. But, you know, also got to meet uh, uh, the folks from Proactive Coaching. And, you know, you get a chance to do a, a, a show because of the guys from Proactive Coaching that puts you back in touch with Tim Corbin, the head baseball coach at Vanderbilt University, that happens to be my alma mater, and they just come off a national championship. You know, a, a, a Hick from South Carolina gets to do a show with Tommy John, um, Mike Morgan. There's so many people that have been on the show that uh, um, it, it, it's been a fun fun journey, but uh there's a few that came on that actually may have changed the direction of my life. Um, Tiffany Swilly and Michael Gowan, along with David Simpson. David is the author of Financial Sanity and Three Easy Lessons, but more importantly, he's a friend and a, uh, a counsel that I can go to in, in following. He's been instrumental in, in uh, complete fitness and, and the direction that we're going. But, um, you know, again, I didn't desire – to do a radio show, there's not one part of me that that really cares whether I'm I'm a celebrity or or 
Well, they're actually I'm in the financial planning industry, and what they even cares if I if I'm uh, if I'm rich. Um, those things are, are not important to me. Now, granted, I do want to have enough money to feed my wife and family, but uh, um, you know those things are, are less important for whatever reason. My entire life, I've never been enamored by a celebrity. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that I don't respect people. I mean, heck, I, I might be a little merv- nervous meeting Cal Ripken Jr. Um, I did get an opportunity to meet my, my childhood um, hero, uh, uh, baseball hero. My childhood hero is my heroes are my dad and my grandfather. But as a kid, I grew up being a huge Cincinnati Reds fan, and I wore the number five because of Johnny Bench. But back in, I think it was April or May of last year, uh, the, the show actually began to take a direction. And it was just because of Mickey going around messing, messing on Facebook, of which I had never done before. And I started following Michael Gowan. And Michael Gowan is, is a beach body coach. If you've listened to any of his shows, you know that. Um, and I really didn't have a guest for the show. And one day I just contacted him and said, hey, a lot of what you're posting on, on, uh, on your Facebook page, your coaching page, you know, they go deeper than just physical fitness. And um, talked about helping others, and, and and just I saw the selfless help that he was providing for for folks. And he came on the show, what a great show. Tiffany Sweeley came on the show a few weeks later after I had noticed on Facebook that she had written a book. And I can't explain this to y'all listening to the show. For whatever reason, we felt that the uh, the bringing of us back together was was for a reason. We simply started praying. And and when we did that, uh, uh, a few later, a few weeks later. We, we all get together on a, on a conference call and say, hey, I think there's something we're supposed to do. I get a wild hair, drive down to South Carolina, meet with, with Michael about whatever this is that we're supposed to do. We knew it had something to do with fitness, finance, and faith because you had Michael, the, the fitness coach. You had Tiffany the, with Tiffany Swilly Ministries. And, man, you got to go listen to the video. Uh, go to the video. If nothing else, at MickeyEllison.com so you can hear Tiffany sing. Um, and, and then you also had me, who was in the financial industry, and and the uh, the experience that I had had. Now we didn't know what that was supposed to look like, so I take off to Michael's uh, house to sit down and talk face to face, thinking God's going to give us some great big revelation as to what it is we we're supposed to doing be doing. Well, had a great trip, got to see my my childhood best friend, one of my childhood best friends, Rhonda Alexander Hightower. Um, she's Hightower now. She was Alexander when, when we were best friends in high school. And um, Michael and I sat down after he killed me with a with, with a workout um, a couple of days later. And we, we talked, had a great conversation, didn't know where, we, where it was going. I get back in the car, driving back. Now, now guys, I'm in Wichita. Michael's in South Carolina. It's 1,100 miles one way, and I'm driving. And... Um, for whatever reason, we just moved on faith first. And I, we, as I was driving back, I still didn't know what it was, and the name Complete Fitness came to mind. Now, Complete Fitness isn't anything special. Google Complete Fitness out there, and you'll see there's a bunch of them. Um, and uh, uh, for whatever reason, uh, we, we thought it sounded good. Tiffany thought it sounded good as well, and Michael did. So we, we, we've got a name for this thing is that we don't know what we're going to do, and we needed a logo. Um, I asked Tiffany uh, when I got back. I had an idea of what I wanted Complete Fitness look like, the logo to look like. So I asked Tiffany to draw it. I gave her instructions on how to do it. She just to text it to me, and I had my two kids at, at home that were doing the same thing. And when they started, uh, when, when they brought back the actual finished product of their drawings, what I noticed is not one of these people 
not one of them drew the right picture. But what happened is they drew the exact same pitch, picture, and they were all three in different locations when they did it. So well, now we've got a logo. We've got a name. And we still don't know what it is, what it is that we're going to do. We announced we're going to do an event in South Carolina live on this show on October 18th of last year, of which um, we're inviting people to it. People are asking me what is complete fitness, and we don't have a definition. In fact, we didn't have a definition until about a week before this last event. And you'll see that definition on the video, the YouTube video that we've put out. But um, we did the first two events on Faith First, and, and I'm telling you, it's Faith First. There's so much that I can talk about, but we started to learn what it was we were going to do. We had, um, I've told on the show the story of, of I believe God, uh, one, one morning when I was finished with a workout and I was reading scripture, that that. He spoke directly to me, not a voice. I didn't have voices in my head. I didn't have a vision or anything like that. But it says, you, go get others out of debt, and I'll take care of you. And that was the first sign that we were going to be helping people with debt. And I knew what my role was going to be. But, man, how do you do that? How do you help people out of debt? What do I offer that that Dave Ramsey or, or the 50 million books that have been written on getting out of debt, what do I offer that anyone else isn't already offering? And that led me to, to a few verses of scripture uh, a few days later. And one is Philippians 2, 3 through 4 that says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves, that each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Now, Imagine a world where no one did anything out of selfish ambition, but we all look to help each other. So we got our, our foundational verse. Um, it also led me to James 14 through 17, and I'm going to finish this uh, 14 through 17. I'm going to add 18 and 19 and a few more to it before the end of the show. But the basic gist of it was faith without works is dead. And we started this little journey. Um, we're going to do nothing out of selfish ambition. We're going to help people get out of debt. For one, I'm sick and pot tired of people that are drowning in debt having to pay somebody for financial peace to hundreds of dollars or getting churches to buy all this stuff when getting out of debt is extremely simple. We're going to hit on that when we get back from this break. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about the financial side. In the third segment, we're going to hit a little bit about the physical side. Um, and, and then the last segment, we're going to hit on what took place last week and the things to come. We'll hope you'll join us with us. We're going to hit on uh, financial fitness when we get back from this break. See you then. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. 
Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. In the first segment we went on, we talked actually a little bit about my friend who passed away last night. And um, we're dedicating this show to, to Dwayne Free, Dewey Free, better known by our friends, but uh, you know he, he fought a, a, a battle that that uh, um, so many people lose in the in this world. You know we've had Katie Ersto on the show in the past where she's fought and, and so far is winning the battle against cancer. But uh, um, Dewey is one of those guys that actually was he, he embodies what it means to be completely fit or to strive to be completely fit. And we'll hit that a little bit at the end of the uh, of the show, but. At the end of last segment, we started. I was talking about the the journey that we've had with complete fitness, and I, I actually said that I was going to do hit the uh, financial part first. But I'm actually, I'm going to change my mind, and that's what you can do when you're the host of the show, so you can change your mind. And we're going to hit the physical fitness part first. It's well documented in in my book, The Road to Complete Fitness. And anytime you've listened to this show, that I had had a battle with with weight twelve years ago. Um, Heck, 13 years ago now, because Jordan's almost 14. Uh, my oldest son was born. I saw pictures of myself, in, uh, and I, I don't know if we still have those pictures out there or not. I saw pictures of myself that, that just disgusted me. And I had actually gone through a, through a process um, of, of where I, I gained some weight, I lost weight, gained weight, and this was at my heaviest point. And for whatever reason, that picture actually started to make me move. And... I decided that I, I want to lose weight, and what I did to start losing weight because I, I, you guys hear us talk about the beach body stuff here on the show, and Michael is a beach body coach, and and the one thing that we're going to provide through through Complete Fitness is so that you have this accountability coach, but you also have other people to be accountable to. But when I started, there was I didn't know anything about beach body, I didn't know about P ninety X, I didn't know about any of that stuff. So what I did was two things: I started eating less food, and I started moving. And what turned into uh, what 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 I don't even know what you would call it look like it, that it looked like um, I was doing when I first started it was some combination of running and walking, and over time, something magical started to happen. Started losing weight, and you know by the time we get to uh, 2008, and I'm going there, I'm going to tie 2008 with with the financial fitness in a little bit, but when I got to 2008, I was actually a little bit below my playing weight from for college baseball and so I, I had gotten myself healthy but guys instead of spending 
thousands of dollars like you do on, on getting out of debt and spending thousands of dollars, you spend thousands of dollars on books and all these things, it really costs, actually it costs less to be, to be fit because what you need to do is simply move. Move more than you're moving right now and eat less food. Going through somebody like Michael, will teach, he'll get you there faster than I did. But the realization that, that you've got to come to is I want to lose weight. And I want to lose weight more than I want to eat that donut. I want to lose weight more than I want to go eat that piece of cheesecake or, or whatever it might be. I want to lose weight bad enough that I'm going to get up and move for 25, 30 minutes or an hour, whatever, whatever it is you want to do, that I, do, I want to sit and, and watch that television show at night. Because look, guys, um, the programs that Michael and them have through Beachbody are about 25 minutes long. And almost anybody in, in their brother has 25 minutes. And if you're willing to do that work, eat the way that they teach you to eat, you're going to lose weight. But, um, you know, so what I did for a while was I sought um, happiness through, uh, you know, one of the ways I was seeking it was through physical fitness. And frankly, I was able to get to a point where I could do a lot more, a lot more. Um, my mind worked better. I was phys- more physically fit. But at the same time, as documented on the show, there's, there's the financial issues. And if, if we've, we talked about that, um, my wife and I had a failed business back in uh, 1995. And up in, you know, actually, there's still remnants of that sucker still sitting out there. And we're, we're dealing with that uh, today. But what it did teach me to do is to hate debt. Absolutely hate debt more than any I, – I, I can't think of anything I hate more than debt. Um, then I get involved as a financial planner in, in 1999, and I go through uh, what is uh, uh, the the tech bubble, all these things that, that are out there. And, and I watch people – actually, it was, it was good for my business because what happens in this industry is more often than not, people move their money right after they've lost. They think the person that they're working with suddenly got stupid, and they move it to someone else, and the new guy or gal is extremely intelligent because the money – that they put in, he picked all the right investments and they just went up. And the crazy part is, it really had nothing to do with either one of them. It had to do with timing. And if you tend to move stuff after they've gone down for a year or so and move it to someone else, inevitably it seems to go up. Well, I don't necessarily believe that is the truth forever going forward, and we'll get more into that as we as we go. But in in 2003, started to see the business that that I have as a financial planner really start to move. Started going up. Um, my income was going up so much to a point where you actually start to think that you're that smart guy that those people brought to you. And in 2008, the 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 humble pie that I was about to get was nothing that I could have ever imagined. Um, it started. I remember these days like it was yesterday. I was watching television. Um, each and every day because you had President Bush, you had Hank Paulson from the devil, Goldman Sachs, um, as our Treasury Secretary, and, and all these people talking about this financial system that, that is about to, to collapse. And you want to talk about a scary time. I, I know people in this industry. I know people that aren't in this industry that really think that most of the people in our industry are, are bad people, and the reality is they're not. What they are is, is they're people who um, – They're trying to do what's best for the most part, but in 2008, you had the stock market moving in such gyrations. By the time it was over, which was March of 2009, I had watched people lose 40 50% of their net worth, and people were scared. And I don't know how to explain this to you, but uh, when you have people who are in their 60s 
looking at you, looking for answers, and you don't have them. You don't have the answers for these people. You start to question everything. You start to question everything, and that's one of the things that I did. But, man, that's a scary time. you got people that are depending on you, thinking you know all the answers, and, and frankly, you don't. And I don't know how that affected other people in this industry. I can only speak for myself. So that caused me to, to really go deep into prayer and to start thinking about what was going on. I can remember like yesterday. I like Tom Cruise from the movie A Few Good Men with my baseball bat in my hand. And I would go outside, and, and I would pray. I was mad. I would, I would, I would, uh, I would cry. And, and one day, and this was the day. And think about this, y'all. We seek financial and physical fitness. We seek those things thinking they are going to lead to happiness. But you know what's crazy? 2008 was the year that I made the most money I've ever made in my life. At the end of that year, I was, I was as physically fit as I had been since, since I was in college. Within six months, I was on my knees. I was on my knees, scared to death, and, and what looked to be this perception versus reality crap that we're going to fight against over time, but what looked like a, a, should be the happiest person because you're, you're, you look good, I guess, uh, according to some folks. And on top of that, you've, got, you, you've made more money than you ever made. But something was wrong because I wasn't happy. In fact, I was scared to death. And, man, I went into a, a time of prayer and, and talking. Uh, I was mad at God. And I said, God, I want two things. Yeah, that, that's awful um, egotistical to go to God and tell him that you want something. But I did. And, and I said, God, I want to know two things. I want to know the truth of this industry, and not just the industry itself, but the, the economy and, and, and doing some research and finding out what some of those things. And I want to door out of this industry. For three years, I prayed that prayer. For three years. I didn't see any answer outside of doing some research. And, and frankly, in the beginning of doing that research, I became so mad at the people in this industry and, and what I had done, the things that I had sold to people. You know, you have people come in and see a financial advisor and they'll say, well, you know, the stock market averages about uh, uh, 10%, 10 to 12% per year, 9%, whatever it is. But then you they invest your money into accounts that have one, two, three percent fees. And I'd love to break some of those down for some of y'all that, that really don't understand what you have because frankly it, it blows my mind that people invest hundreds of thousands of dollars in this so-called system that's supposed to be good for them called the 401k system without knowing one thing about what it is they're buying. That just blows that blows my mind. But I started doing this research and I was so mad looking at these people, and, and you've got people telling you, you know, if you show them that the stock market averages 9 to 10% over a period of time, well, what do they expect? 9 to 10%. It's not that hard to figure out. But when you put them in an account that has 1%, 2 3%, 4% fees, and some of them I found were 5 or 6%, you put them into those accounts, no wonder they're looking at their accounts going, well, why am I not getting this 9 or 10% fee? And some of the research I did was looking back into, into 2009 as the market started to recover, looking at, at uh, clients whose accounts weren't recovering as fast. And they really started to question, well, why, why are my accounts not doing it? When I dug in, um, there, there's a company out there that uh, I won't say their name, but it starts with AXA, that when I started doing the research, I found out, well, you know, wonder your accounts can't go up. Because when I break down your fees and I really dig into them, I find that you're paying somewhere, somewhere in the ballpark of almost 6% per, 
brother, I don't, I'm not good enough to help you make a, re, a return over six uh, that that beats six percent and gets you a nine or ten percent rate rate return long term. So I hit humble pie. I got in the car. Clients in South Carolina that that were in this AXA uh, annuity, and I just said, I, I sat down. So you know, this is why you're going up. We broke it down, and to their credit, uh, a guy named Stan, who means a lot to me, stuck with me and. We're going to get more into the financial stuff when we get back because in 2012, in 2012, looking back, God started moving. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, the movement that he started making, some of the things that I've learned. And in the last segment, we will hit on exactly what Complete Fitness is, and, and hopefully you'll decide that you want to join us and, and, and help us with, with this message. We'll be back with this, from this break in a minute, and we'll talk more about the finances. See you then. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Women can live their lives to the fullest and realize their dreams for growth and greatness. Georgine Summers knows. As host of On the Edge, Georgine will give you powerful tools and rules to help you change direction in your life and get rid of the fears that stop you from living your dreams. Stretch your boundaries and become the amazing person you've always wanted to be. On the Edge with Georgine Summers airs live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. tuned to the mickey ellison show to connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or you can drop mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com like our show on facebook now back to the show welcome back to the mickey ellison show i am mickey ellison and coming to you with a with a heavy but also a hopeful heart 
as we lost uh, some some of us lost one of the uh, most actually we lost probably the most selfless person that I know outside of my parents and my grandmother Dwayne uh, Free. The show's dedicated to you, Dewey. Um, Sandy, we love you, and uh, um, we're here for you. But uh, when we went to the break, we I, I was I, I was going off about the uh, the things I was learning about the financial industry, and really, uh, for whatever reason, I never lashed out. Um, one uh, one reason I didn't is because of my good friend David Simpson, who uh, um, for whatever reason I, I would turn to turn to him. And I I met David in two thousand actually in two thousand twelve. So. Um, I mentioned to you before we went to the break that uh, 2012 was now, – now looking back is when we first started to see God's uh, hand start to move. I sat down to uh, – um, God wouldn't open in the door to get out of the financial industry, so I decided I was going to open it for him. Sat down and did some research, and and one of the crazy things, craziest things happened. The research that I did, rather than opening the, the door, uh, closed it even tighter, um, which yeah, – for another show, for another for personal contact, you can contact me, Mickey at MickeyEllison.com. We did some research and and wound up with a uh, with a strategy that uh, you know back testing worked all the way back to 1896 on the Dow Jones. But um, in, in reality, I don't think that all that matters um, in, in the long term. I met uh, uh, Mike Church. I met uh, David Simpson in the fall of 2012, and we started moving. We started uh, showing this thing to some folks and. I, that led to me doing a local radio show here in town. Actually, it's not a show. I make an appearance once a week and, and, uh, because we wanted to get this strategy out. And over time, I continued to do research, and, and, and things weren't really moving very fast. And then November, I believe it was, or October, no, I think it was November of 2013, Nathan Jett from Voice America contacts me. And for whatever reason, he talked me into doing this show. Uh, whatever reason I decided to do that. Now I, I think I know because it's led to what we're going to be doing with Complete Fitness, bringing Michael and Tiffany and I back together. As far as the show goes, I don't know what the future of the show is. It does give us an opportunity to uh, get the message of Complete Fitness out and, 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 and that sort of thing. And actually, I think this show led to what I think God has called me to do, and it's not necessarily in the financial industry. So as I started doing this research, um, we came up with a plan. But rather than being angry anymore at, at, at the people that were in the financial industry, what happened was I became sad because I started looking at it and going, you know, guys, we're, does anybody not ever ask these questions? You know, I'll give you one, inflation. Now, I'm not going to go off into some boring tangent. I'm trying not to and, and get technical on this. But I simply ask a few people in, in our industry because I had, a, I had this question. We've always – if you turn on CNBC, you turn on Fox Business, and they're, they're, right now they're actually scared about deflation. Deflation means the prices are going down. Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm buying stuff, if the price goes down, that's usually good for me. You know, the price of gas went from uh, $4 out here to, to – actually, they're moving back up. But I think they got as low as $1.65. I'm trying to figure out how that's bad for me, uh, bad for someone that, that might be uh, – um, out there drilling for oil and can't get it out of the ground for $45 a barrel. But, uh, you know, I, I started to realize um, when I asked this question, of this, and it was actually on a radio show, but I asked this person, I said, who just had made a comment that a little inflation is a good thing. And I simply said, why? I asked why. I said, because I don't understand it. You know, I guess if I own a house and the price of my house increases, that's good. But if I took out a 30-year loan, that thing's going to have to increase – a whole bunch to, to for me to get all the money back I paid in interest, and um, 
what I learned was that most people just parrot stuff. They parrot things that they've heard for years, and I was shocked at, at, at the, the parroting that, that I found in, in, in this industry um, because this person didn't know the answer, didn't know the answer to, to why we have inflation. Um, why, why, when you go back and look at charts for, from the history of the United States for about the first 100 years or more, there wasn't any. And uh, there's the creation of the, uh, uh, the this thing called the Federal Reserve in 1913, and then really you started seeing inflation. And those of you that are old enough can re- really remember the inflation of the 70s and early 80s. And um, what, what I started digging into was this thing that I hated, debt, and this thing called inflation. They were tied together. And in fact, I will give you a simple example. Now, we, we go to work each and every day, and we get paid in dollars. And we get paid those dollars. Um, we, we take those dollars and you know, pay for whatever it is that we want to do. But now let's imagine that you have, um, uh, oh, you just bought a Mickey Mantle baseball card from me. And I use that one because I'm a baseball guy. But Mickey Mantle is a very rare card. And you paid $5,000 for that card. And you're very happy. You just made, you know, just like making that dollar, you just made your money. You, you just got exactly what you wanted. And um, I sit back here as uh, I need to generate some more economic activity. So what I do is I go and make a few copies of that Mickey Mantle card. And when I make a few copies of that Mickey Mantle card, I turn around and sell the new cards at 2500 bucks. What did I just do to the value of the card that the guy that just paid me $5,000 for? What, what did I do to his value? I made it worth 2500 bucks. I got economic activity going on. I didn't help him a whole lot, but I helped everybody else with one of those cards, and I got paid twenty five hundred bucks a card. So there's some economic activity. So the thing is, so how does it tie? How does it tie? When when you say you go to work and you you make you got thousand dollars extra, you stick thousand bucks in the in the bank, and uh, you hear well, you need to invest it in these other things because it can't keep up with inflation. Well, what's causing the dang inflation? What's causing that? So when, when I started looking looking more into it, it was just like the Mickey Mantle cards. I just given my labor, my time, my mind, my efforts to making having this extra thousand dollars. And at the same time, I go over and I borrow myself some money to buy me a house. And when I borrow the money to buy that house, where did that money come from? You know, it's not like the bank had. The two hundred thousand dollars sitting in the, sitting there to uh, to loan me out. Because if that be the case, it wouldn't be that that big of a deal. But no, 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 no. We got another two hundred thousand dollars added to the economy that never existed. What does that do? You know, if you if there's a thousand dollars out there and they're all in your bank account, and some jackleg over here decides to print more copies of it and they can be used as currency, that 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 devalues your your, your actual dollars that you have in your hand. So somebody's stealing from you, and why are they stealing it from you? Um, and, and, and the more I looked into this, the more I'm going, gosh, I'm afraid to say some of this stuff because it almost sounds like a conspiracy. And, uh, but in, in reality, folks, it's not. What is being done to you each and every day when you go to borrow, when you borrow money, you're helping create that inflation because you're throwing new dollars into the system that didn't exist before. And what, what really happens is, you know, it sounds like a great idea. I've got this house I want to sell. We've got 10 people coming up to buy this house. They all have um, certain amounts of money they can pay for the house. And 
we come to an agreement that uh, um, one of the guys won't pay $100,000 for it. And the others can't do it because they don't have any money. Well, the 11th guy comes in here and says, hey, man, I just went to Bank of America. I went to uh, Chase or whoever it might be. The old days of Countrywide when they used to offer these crazy-looking uh, loans where you could just – they called them liar loans. You didn't even have to fill out anything but tell them what you made. And um, what, what would happen is now this guy borrowed $120,000 that didn't exist. Maybe he only had 10000 but because he could borrow the $120,000, well, me as a seller, I'm going to sell that house for $120,000 instead of $100,000. So I made a nice profit. The bank makes a profit. Now, the next guy that's going to come in here is going to buy the house, say, buys it for $130,000. Well, the bank just sold a new loan for $130,000 instead of $120,000. They're making more interest on it. I got a little bit of an increase. But as you go over time, eventually it gets to a point where you might not be able to borrow any money. So when I looked at 2008, and I, just over the last few few uh, months, as as it really stuck um, stuck in, two thousand eight, the Democrats, the Republicans, all these dang politicians are out there fighting over who caused this. When there's one culprit, one debt, and when I realized that our entire economy was built on debt, it scared the crap out of me. And looking at an entire economy built on debt, if your personal economy, Mickey's personal economy is built on – I can vouch for this one. If your personal economy is built on debt, eventually it collapses. So um, when you start looking at that, it, it gets really scary. But we as individuals, what can we do? Well, one, we cannot borrow money. In 2008, when we hit you know, Lehman Brothers um, – for those that don't know, Lehman's had been around forever um, as far as the United States was concerned. They faltered. But what really happened was the credit markets seized up. People were no longer able to just borrow money. You know, do you remember the days when I think it was some old baseball player, old football player used to do these commercials on television? And I think it was our, our long lost buddies from Countrywide that uh, you could borrow 125% of the value of your house. Dude, does that make any sense? So you're willing to give me $125,000 for a house that's actually worth $100,000. Do you think that's going to work out long term? Is that the way it's going to go? But folks, this isn't meant to scare you because I think there, there's actually hope that comes with it, which is why we're doing complete fitness. Um, one of the reasons why we're doing complete fitness, but number one reason I'll tell you when we get back from the next break um, of what complete fitness is, and we'll go – Briefly into what happened last week in, in the Complete Fitness event. But, folks, um, the inflation numbers, I don't know that we can stop it. I mean, frankly, the, as individuals, um, I'd be interested to see what happened if, if none of us borrowed any money. You know, I run into folks, we've got this new concept of uh, what I think God brought this versus me. That We've got people, we've got 14 people now that are giving a dollar a day. I'm going to tell you more about that dollar a day when we get back from the break. But uh, 14 people giving money to, to a complete stranger. Actually, there's a 15th because he gave an entire year um, as of yesterday to, to someone. It's a single mom that we're helping. And i got quite the story to tell you about her when we get back from the break. But uh, you know, what would happen? If none of us needed to borrow money anymore to buy anything, you know, we just uh, we had a shop on the Complete Fitness One website for a while, and we're getting ready to take that down, um, frankly, because uh, you know we uh, um, 
we couldn't figure out a way to do it without people using credit cards or through PayPal or anything like that. So what we've done is we've changed it to a donation, and, and you will actually be able to get uh, some of the stuff. But we're not taking – you can't buy it at the shop anymore. Um, if there's any way whatsoever that money is borrowed to buy the stuff that we're using to, 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 uh, to help this message go forward, I'm not taking it. And we'll, we'll depend on God that this message is right. And, uh, folks, I hope you'll come back with us in the last segment. We're going to talk about the event from Complete Fitness and what it is that we're planning on doing going forward. And I'll give you the de- definition of Complete Fitness after this break. Um, hope to see you on the other side. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Dance Talk Radio has come to Voice America. Join host Tracy Marciniak and her celebrity guests every week for a show that takes you inside the world of dance. What's it like working with stars like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift? The experts share their stories and the -the behind-the-scenes secrets. Plus, inside tips to become a better dancer, instructor, or studio owner. Dance on over to the Voice America Variety Channel every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific for Dance Talk Radio. What if there was a radio show that could demonstrate how we can cut your taxes in half without diminishing needed government services? One that could explain how to create tens of millions of jobs at no cost to taxpayers, as well as fantastic yet easily affordable health care. Side effects include cutting crime rates nationwide, providing better education for our children, international peace and harmony, and protecting your private, personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working for You with Arvin Vora, weekdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Good morning and welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. This is the final segment and this has either been a train wreck or it has been the first ever show done by, by me by myself. Um Again, I want to remind folks that this show is dedicated to my, my friend who lost his battle with cancer um, last night, uh, Dwayne Free, and, uh, and and to those like Katie Ursa that are out there fighting this fight, um, Katie is in great shape. If you if you have not uh, um, heard anything about her recently, I actually asked you to go visit One Fit Fighter and see what she's doing now, some special stuff. Um, normally, when I go to a break, I have somebody to talk to, but today I have me to talk to, and it causes me to uh, go, man, this show could go for a couple of hours. You guys are probably going to thank God it doesn't. But uh, I guess you have a choice. You can always turn it off. But um, we, we were talking a little bit about the debt, and, and, and I'm going to get into complete fitness in just a second. But think about this. I, I pulled this up off the Internet, and I it, this was supposed to be good news coming from the financial industry. 
In November of last year, U.S. consumer debt was up $14.1 billion. That means $14.1 billion has gone to enslave more people. The one that just kills me, $1.2 trillion in student loan debt. If, you ever, if there's ever been a case of how debt causes the price of stuff to go up, college is it. Because it is ridiculous what it costs to go to go to college these days. And most of these kids are, are, are going because they're told to, and they don't even know what they're going to do for a living. Frankly, I, I have a degree from Vanderbilt University, but, but I don't know what it does for me here. Outside, it looks pretty cool on my wall here in my office. Because people say, oh, you graduated from Vanderbilt. But really, I majored in baseball. And, um, you know, another couple other things. Um, as of September 2014, check this number out. $11.7 trillion in consumer debt, including homes. Now, we haven't even gotten into the debt of the United States and all the states that you live into, and we're not going to. But, uh, you know, th- this goes back to, okay, God has te- given me this, this ultimatum, for lack of a better word. You go get others out of debt, and I'll, I'm, I'll take care of you. Well, when I go back to that, I said, what is it that I can offer, God? You know what the reality was? Mickey has nothing extra to offer. But he threw this—he threw these verses at me, Philippians 2, 3 through 4. We're doing nothing out of selfish ambition, and we're looking more so to the interest of others. And faith is without uh, um, faith without action is dead. You know, another thing that might throw on, I told you at the beginning of the show I was going to do this. but uh, And this one made me shudder as I was starting to walk through this new uh, walk in, in, in faith. And you know, as a Christian, though I've heard so many people say that all you got to do is all you got to do is believe. Just believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, um, and then you're going to go to heaven. But then I read these verses. This goes. Remember James? I said James 14 through uh, 17. But I I, I want to keep going on there. And it says, um, "What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them?" Well, there's a lot of people that have been taught that. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith with deeds. You believe that there is one God, good. Even the demons believe that, and they shudder. As a, this goes on to verse 26. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. And this idea of a dollar a day popped in my head. And I'm going, God, you want me to go tell people where we're going to get, we're going to get people out of debt at a dollar a day? All right, I'll go do that. To, as of today, we have 14 people that are giving money to someone that someone they don't even know who the person is. Had somebody step up yesterday to give $365 because they can't do it every month, but they wanted to be a part of it to, to help someone. To, to get out of debt. And you start imagining this. And some of you out there are going to say, well, how do we know they're not going to go back into debt? I don't know the answer to that question, so don't, no need to ask. Um, and and they'll, they'll say, well, what are, what are you doing? Well, these people are working to get out of debt. One thing we're going to put into place is, is help coaches. Um, I'm going to need some folks from, from different parts of the country to volunteer to be some of these coaches. I'd love to see the churches get involved and be the coaches for this. But frankly, to get out of debt, here's a couple of things you need to do. And you got to be committed to it. We're going to offer this for free as long as I can. But you've got to be committed as well. And so does your spouse if you're married. You go and write down every single penny, every one of them that you spend in a month. 
write them down. A couple things I think will happen. One, you will not uh, spend as much money as you would have otherwise because you don't want to have to write whatever it was you're going to buy down. But two, you find out exactly where your money's going. Second, you have another sheet of paper over there that tells you how much money you made that month. If the one that, that lists all the expenses and, and, and all the things that you bought is bigger than the one that has your income on it, we got to change something. And that's some of the things that we're going to try to help people do. Because frankly, right now, with 14 people giving a dollar a day, um, we can't help everybody, although we want to. And the more of you that join us, the quicker we're going to be able to help more people. And if you're wondering, well, where does that money go? It goes directly to the person we're helping. Complete Fitness doesn't get it. We don't get that money. Um, the only money that I touch that goes to, to these folks that we're helping out is the, the 30, $28, $29, 30 or $31 a month that we send out. Now, we'll give you a quick story. We told we, at, at the event last week, um, we started talking about a dollar a day. And uh, we, we've recently moved to help a new person, and, and she is a single mom doing all the right things, doing all the right things to try to get out of debt, but yet she keeps getting hit by things that are unexpected. And when I announced the dollar a day at the event, there was a uh, um, you know there are a few people. We have we had four new people step up at the event, and then we've got a fifth one that has stepped up. But um, I got a phone call from my best friend from high school, Rhonda Alexander. My other one's Neil Ford, by the way. Neil, just in case you're listening, and Will Tripp is the the guy that told me. He says when I told him, I said, "Well, I don't know what I'm doing here." He says, "Just keep moving. It's right." And because of him, we've kept moving because there's been some stuff, man, when we, we write this stuff down, you won't believe some of the things that have happened to just keep us moving um, and going along. But after the event, I'm in the, I'm in the, in the uh, city hall cleaning up, uh, taking up all the T-shirts that, we didn't, that no one donated money for uh, to get. But anyway, no, they're really cool. They're called Faith First, which is perfect for what we're doing because we've moved on Faith First. And as Faith First is the brand, and uh, you can learn more about that if you contact me, Mickey at MickeyEllison.com. But after that event, Rhonda calls me and says, Mickey, you're not going to believe what just happened. The person that we were targeting to help was at the event. She doesn't know we're going to help her. She's the first person to contact Rhonda and say, hey, can you help me? Because I want to figure out how I can give a dollar a day. That excites me for the person that we're helping. And the reason being is you can't teach that selflessness. You can't teach that heart of a giver. You can't teach that per, teach other people that, that just, for whatever reason, they can't bring themselves to give $1 a day, but yet they can go buy a $4 uh, um, Starbucks coffee. You know, God's got to speak to you on that. You know, we don't keep up with whether you give it to them. But the very person, the very person that we're helping right now has great things in store. And I think God's going to do some powerful stuff through her. And uh, um, I'm not going to throw out her name. In fact, you've got to actually be a part of the dollar day to do that. Folks, I have gone on and on and on. I ask you to actually go to completefitness.com. We'll show how you can donate for it you can, and, and how you can help us out. I also post it on the Facebook page. Hopefully, I'll have, uh, have it on the Mickey Ellison Show web page as, as well. But if you want to see what took place last week, the video is up. And you'll get to hear Tiffany sing. You'll get to hear Michael sing. And they found one thing that I could do and I had talent for, and that was talk. So uh, whether that's talent or not, it might be a curse. But, uh, folks, hope you'll join us next week on the show. I think David Simpson is going to come back with me, and, and we'll expand on this. And, um, you know, wherever God leads us, God's will, not ours, with complete fitness. That's our one prayer. And uh, we will do everything with, as, to the best of our ability with no selfish ambition. We'll put our faith into action. See you next week with David Simpson. 
Have a good week. Thanks so much for joining us on the Mickey Ellison Show. Mickey plans to be here again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We hope you'll be here, too.